it's tough times. The virus, uh, as you repeatedly told me and as you've said publicly, it's uh, derailed things. And uh, it's a big reality in people's lives, as you know. You know, the market's coming back very strong. You do know that. Yes, of course. Okay, this is Fuse Box number 154, Shitferno, and you should be grateful for what you got. Yes, I sincerely second that motion, uh, Mr. Keynes, and a smoke-filled greetings to you all, friends, and uh, welcome in to this. Yes, indeed, number 154 in our continuing series on how to stay alive in the year from hell. This one, flame-retardantly entitled, Shitferno. I'm sorry, there's really no other polite way to say it, friends. Really. I'm your charcoal broil to a crackly crunch host, Mark Rose, and over there, armed to the T in bright yellow fire prevention hardware, uh, some parts sold separately, is the master of meters himself, Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. What the hell, man? (laughs) Well, you know, if it stinks like hell and it smells like hell, it must indeed be hell, Mr. Keynes. I mean, it really is. It's like living in a nuclear winter. Well, some have made that exact comparison. Yeah. And uh, climate change is just a concoction from those evil liberal scientists and suburb-wrecking lefties, right? Who want to undermine the whiteness that is our society. Well, I know it's the worst I've ever seen, smoke-wise. Well, it's a record, uh, evidently. And a big surprise. I mean, uh, 2020 has to be the year that was, and uh, we really hope will quickly simmer down. Right around November 3rd. No, no, it's just not going to happen. Well, in case you are listening to this from uh, another part of the globe. Or dimension. Yes, or or dimension. As we know, we're big with the heliocruptoids from the Outer Band Gateway 92. And uh, welcome in to this. Yes, indeed, number 154 in our community. This one. Good to be big somewhere, I guess. Damn straight, Skippy. I'd say the smoke has definitely gotten to you. Uh, Well, punchy. I'd say just plain smoked out and left for dead, man. No, what... What I was endeavoring to say is that uh, here in Portland, in the uh, great state of Oregon, we, uh, as much of the Pacific Northwest, have been and are currently on fire. Quite seriously. Wildfires are running crazier than a Trump indoor super spreader event. We have been for days now uh, suffering with this thick, noxious smoke from these fires creating a, a, a quite hazardous air quality, worst anywhere, um, and it's no fun. No fun at all. It's well over 500,000 acres. It's burned uh, 
as of the latest report. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Now, keep in mind that wildfires are uh, not particularly unusual for us out here. They do happen seasonally, as it turns out. But this, it's like just like everything this year. It's a carnival mere craziness. We know California and Washington State both have a mess, too. Although, uh, seems like many of the Washington State fires are getting close to being contained. Well, that's great news. Uh, California, of course, is in a similar mess as us here with these wildfires just out of control in many areas. Let's just see how many insurance companies try to duck out of helping folks out of this thing. You know, that'll be the next one. Well, I'm not really sure how that works. I guess if you're insured against fire damage, then you're good. I mean, I would hope that's what it means. Well, you saw those asshat reports on some social media platforms trying to pin the fires on uh, Antifa or some such shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? That's just ludicrous, and it's just a sampling of how brain-damaged the posts are going to get as we get closer to Election Day, too. I mean, some of these posts, uh, particularly the ones where they show some alleged mugshot of some random guy saying that he's the guy doing X or Y and there's a, you know, a train load of them coming and all that. Here's the deal. In many cases, the, quote, person in the shot, not only is he not the guy, he's not even real. He's a computer-generated person. This stuff is happening more and more lately, and not, not just with political things. These bots turn up in uh, all sorts of ads or product testimonials or sales brochures. They're a complete construct hatched out of some software somewhere. Great article on this uh, from uh, Wired magazine a few, uh, few months ago. Well, that's just scary as hell. Well, you knew it was going to happen, right? I mean, when we go see one of those um, uh, action-adventure blockbusters, uh, most folks realize at times that CGI is definitely at work. What you may not know is how many times CGI is at work in a very pedestrian and non-blockbuster films kind of way. You know, like filling in backgrounds, touching up a city street, maybe adding more people to a scene, or different people. Yeah, sounds like uh, what the news organizations do. Now, don't get me started. (laughs) But uh, getting back to the bots, there there was a posting by a local sheriff's department on the uh, Book of Face recently stating that the posting claiming that the fires were being started by a, a, quote, group, uh, you know, you can name your fave here, were completely false, and to please stop right now with this activity, don't spread it, don't retweet this stupid thing, because you're creating chaos by doing so, and not helping. That's just the point, though, right? Create this perception of anarchy and lawlessness, and and then claim you're the guy to straighten it all out. I tell you, Milt. I'd love if somebody would truly straighten him out. No, we're doing a great... Stop that. Stop doing that. Don't I... No, we're doing... Stop tying me. Stop... What are you doing? No, that's not a good thing to do right there. It's not terrific. Don't don't do that. Not... And while we're on the trail of... Happy thoughts. I think it's time for a Fusebox shout-out. 
We here at the show uh, want to take this opportunity to uh, sincerely, and we're not joking around here, we want to sincerely thank all of the firefighters who are uh, risking it all to get these wildfires under control and do that work every single day. Their job is is part science, part mathematics, part logistics, and a massive part bravery. These cats are in there, and they're not giving up till it's done. Yeah, you know, I heard one firefighter guy uh, being interviewed the other day, and he was saying that the toughest part for him on this recent mess was uh, not being able to tell folks if their homes were still standing. Oh, yeah. The frustration of not being able to uh, console somebody was really rough on this guy. Yeah, that's got to be rough. Or, or having to tell them, you know, sorry, everything's gone in a particular area. The first and most critical phase of attack for these folks is to get people out and evacuated. I mean, that's no small thing in itself. I've seen it firsthand with severe weather. Folks can be just downright stubborn sometimes when it comes to potential threats like this. Or in denial. I mean, you know, a weather thing, I can almost see where they're coming from. Maybe the, the, the projection is wrong or it might veer sideways, but fire? Hell no, man. I'm gone. I'm in the next country, bro. Well, that might be a wee extreme, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's no small task uh, getting folks to re- uh, relocate within mere moments in some cases because you really have no warning when a fire turns a particular way. Hence the reports we keep hearing about people having five or ten minutes to grab whatever they can and get the hell out. So, so the real work to manage these wildfires is the second part of their job. They definitely have had a year. Yes. Yes, they have, and continue to uh, power through as we uh, clearly ain't done yet. So, to all you cats, a sincere and deeply felt thanks from all of us here at Fusebox. Yeah, absolutely. We're, uh, supposed to get some more rainfall. It, ha- it has started, started last night, and uh, even though it uh, will need to be a whole lot more than average uh, needed to uh, quash these fires, every little bit helps right now. Well, hell, if the damn wind hadn't been so crazy back around Labor Day, we, well, we would have had it a bit easier for sure. I tell you, though, uh, one of the California fires was uh, discovered to have been started by accident. Donnie Jr. playing with his crack pipe again? (laughs) No, uh, but but, but this was equally weird, at least to me. A gender reveal party, they called it. A what? (laughs) Yeah, I know. See, we don't travel in those circles, Mr. Keynes. I had no idea what this was. I'm sorry. It's it's like, uh, guess my gender? I I don't... uh... No, I think it it, it has to do with the revealing of a soon-to-be-born infant. And that involves setting something on fire? (laughs) Well, if you're having the event at Bohemia Grove, maybe. I I guess this involves some kind of fireworks or smoke machine or who knows. But the bottom line was that it uh, apparently uh, malfunctioned and got at least one of the bigger ones going because all the the brush is so dry around there. That kid is going to have some major guilt issues and it's not even born yet. We've taped thousands of tiny brine shrimp to the steering wheel of this Winnebago. 
but it's to prove a point. The show for everybody, but not everybody will like it. Uh, so, uh, how do I sound today? Uh, Quality-wise. Well, fine. I, I, I was going to ask No, if... see, the proper question would be, do I sound $15,000 better? What? Yeah, that's right. Because I'm speaking to you from a vintage Telefunken U47 valued at fifteen. dollars thousand dollars right at this moment you're on a, wait a minute wait wait no no that's not a... <laughs> now now i'm pulling your chain mr keynes this is not in actuality the aforementioned u47 it is however a beautifully modeled recreation of that uh, very mic courtesy of fabrice gabriel and the folks at slate digital holy car yeah now, I'm not going to belabor this because I know that the technical stuff causes mass cases of eye rolling and, and maybe even in extreme cases, hitting oneself in the head repeatedly with a rubber mallet. <coughs> but I thought this was uh, interesting because we hear a lot about uh, modeled technology these days. Hell, we were just talking about modeled people. But this, this is really, uh, I think, quite remarkable. The uh, the slate and by the way, I'm not endorsing this or uh, being paid sadly uh, b- by talking about it. But the Slate VMS or virtual microphone system was developed to uh, allow the user to uh, after the fact, mind you, change the response pattern of the mic to replicate the characteristics of some very fancy and uh, quite expensive microphones from the past. Well, couldn't you just equalize a thing and call it good? You could. You could. But the, what you'd really be doing there is just approximating the color and uh, somewhat of the frequency response. But more importantly, and the, that's why we love it, you're not getting the quirks of the mic in question because they all have them. And that's why certain ones are most coveted because of their little quirks and detail. No two of these uh, the rather lofty mics have, have, have ever sound the same in the same room. I mean, you put them back to back, they're completely different. I'm looking at the interface here, and uh, there are a bunch of mics in there. Some uh, preamps, too, it looks like. Yeah, and that's kind of the whole idea. So you match the mic to a uh, vintage preamp, and you get the total deal. Now, for me, as, as, uh, as I've heard the uh, U47 in question, uh, Stephen Slate demoed the uh, mic in a back-to-back A-B test in a manner that would not reveal which was which when being demoed. Then they played the same sequence back, showing which, in fact, was which. And I got to say, in at least two of those instances, I was completely fooled. In one, I actually preferred the modeled version to the real one, which I think was an old RCA DX44 ribbon mic from like the 40s. So, yeah. I know. This is, you know what? The, I, I get it. This is like someone droning on and on about video games. And if you don't play them, you couldn't care less. Like me. But that's a pangolin of another color. I got to say, though, there is only one thing more tedious to me than listening to someone talk about video games. That's listening to someone play one. 
There's a bunch of that on YouTube. Yeah, this is way cool, bro. I, I want to check this out after the show. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, absolutely. And and if there are any interested in this thing, um, I'll have a link in the show notes uh, to a demo of the system for your perusal. It's been out for several years, so uh, some A-list folks have had a chance to uh, review it and uh, give their opinions. So that mean you're going to retire the old U87? Oh, hell no. I've had that mic for 30 years, and it's a, it too, is a, it's a vintage one from 1970 and still sounds fabulous uh, with, by the way, no tinkering at all, I might add. There has been some, uh, uh, there's been a tendency out there to modify some of these uh, older Neumann mics to, quote, enhance <laughs> certain qualities. But for me, uh, these German cats got it perfectly right, and I wouldn't dream of attempting to improve on their perfection. Yeah, but some of the later ones really did need a bit of help, bro. They uh, sound kind of brittle, at least to me. No, I've heard that. And it, it might be a good idea for th- some of those. But uh, the older ones, the ones that go back to the 40s and 50s, I think it's just best to leave them as they are. Quirks and all. And that's why we love them so much. Friends, it comes to my attention now that your brain may not be the boss. Especially if you have fallen victim to this thing. Fox News. (laughs) Oddly similar, Mr. Keynes, but far more virulent than even that clown show. Sadly, Dateline... A case of a rare brain-eating amoeba has been confirmed in Florida, according to health officials down there in the uh, Sunshine State. The Florida Department of Health said that one person in Hillsborough County had contracted Nigleria falleri. Hope I'm mangling that correctly. Well, Wait, didn't she run for city council? <laughs> uh, well, they would have had to put in very little tiny chairs for that, I fear, you know? The microscopic single-celled amoeba can cause an infection of the brain and is usually fatal. Commonly found in warm, fresh water, the amoeba enters the body through the nose. Yeah. The amoeba cannot, thankfully, uh, be passed from person to person. Unless, of course, you're sharing nose hair or something. I don't know. Infections are typically seen in southern U.S. states, and uh, they they are rare in Florida, where only 37 cases have been reported since 1962. But given the potentially deadly consequences of infection (laughs) and that we're living in the year 2020, the DOH issued a warning to residents of Hillsborough County back on July 3rd. Health officials urge locals to avoid nasal contact with water from taps and other sources. Yeah, like when you're putting your lips directly on the faucet. (laughs) Yes, as one does. The the, uh, warning extends to bodies of open water, such as lakes, rivers, ponds, and canals, where infections are more likely in the warmer summer months of July, August, and September. And October, November, December, January. Well, what about those stagnant mosquito breeding moats they all have down there? Oh, the uh, retention ponds? Yeah, I'm sure those are included as well. Uh, Those would be the lakes they're referring to. Uh 
Nigleria falleri infections are usually fatal. Those infected usually have symptoms including fever, nausea, and vomiting, as well as a stiff neck and headaches. Most die within a week, sadly. Holy carp! Kind of sounds like the side effects of a MAGA rally. <laughs> well, it would be for me. Uh, yeah. The DOH has urged people who experience uh, those symptoms to seek medical attention right away as the disease progresses rapidly. Uh, quoting from the DOH here, Remember, this disease is rare, and effective prevention strategies can allow for a safe and relaxing summer swim season, the DOH said. Nigleria filari infections are, in fact, rare in the U.S., according to the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Between 2009 and 2018, only 34 infections were reported in the country. Of those cases, 30 people were infected by recreational water, uh, three after performing nasal irrigation with contaminated tap water. You. And one person was infected by contaminated tap water used on a backyard slip and slide, the CDC said. Oh, no. Not a slip and slide. Oh, that's just fucking evil, man. Truly evil, Mr. Keynes. What, now we got to give up our slip and slides? Oh, gosh. Well, on that brain-munching note. Yeah, what, what note is that, actually? I think it might be X minor. Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, we shall take our stinky, smoke-saturated overcoats and soiled rubber boots and scurry back into the HVAC vents, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Aaron Lane and Jody Lorimer for that wonderful brain-eating amoeba story. Thanks, as always, to the pre-smoked goodness of the monarch of the monophonic, Milt Keynes, for technical assistance and dial twiddling. Pleasure, as always, and uh, be safe out there, folks. It's crazy-ass times. The understatement of our days, no? Thanks uh, most sincerely to you, friends, for pushing play on this charcoal-coated version of the show. And, and, and may I remind those of you who uh, may not have already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to this humble audio offering here wherever you may have found it. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or the very OnSug itself at O-N-S-U-G dot com or whatever else and wherever else uh, we may have appeared. We do, in fact, very much appreciate that. I have been your woke, but still needing that cup of coffee host, Mark Rose, and uh, let me echo Mr. Keynes over there and say please be safe, and by all means stay healthy during these uh, most bizarre of times. So, until... Our next cartoon.